Namaste to my first podcast. Uh, today, I just want to quickly talk about invocation chants. So, you know, I wrote a book. Uh, it's called Ayurveda and the Feminine. It's available on um, Amazon. And uh, as the book was coming out, a lot of students were asking me questions about invocation mantra. So when, when we start a class, doesn't matter which teacher in our school, we invoke Dhanvantari, who is the deity of uh, Ayurveda, who is in a reincarnation of Vishnu. And they, students, and even my Ayurveda clients, before I take somebody's nadi, which is their pulse, I actually pray. And uh, so what are these mantras that I'm doing? What is this magic, mystical thing that I'm doing? So what I do, or if you go to any Ayurveda practitioner, or even a yoga practitioner, so before they begin a class or before they do um, nadi or they check you, they do these something called mangala charanam, which is an invocation chant. It literally means auspicious steps of beginning. So the thing is, this is what I tell my students. Our world is not just physical, it has another dimension, a dimension we cannot see or feel unless you are psychically attuned. So whether we are establishing an altar to bring abundance to our life, if you read my book, I talk a lot about establishing an altar, doing um, a six step uh, kind of program, and that can be used for anything, starting a relationship, a business, getting married, moving to a new house, beginning education, invoking a higher power or angels, or which we call in Hindus, angels are called devas, to kind of help us. So when we start studying any Vedic or divine knowledge that is coming down from the angels or the devas, it could be uh, music, Vedic architecture, we call it Vastu, there's something called Vedic mathematics, there's Jyotish, which is Vedic astrology, Jyotish literally means the light of the luminaries of the stars, the planets. And then there are the four Vedas. So all of this knowledge is not just, if you, if you wanted to be a doctor, you can't just read medical books and become a doctor. You need to go to a school. So even for this divine knowledge like Ayurveda, which is a system of medicine from India, you need to accept a lineage and teachers. So it's not just about, oh, I'm going to find a school and just study. You have to find a lineage. They, they, the teacher themselves should have a guru who had a guru who had a guru. And the kind of, it's, it's a flowing. We call in Sanskrit, the word, word is parampara. So studying Ayurveda is not like going to school for like a regular subject and you're taking notes and you're memorizing, you're looking at slideshow and then you regurgitate all that information you crammed in an exam and voila, you get a certificate and you're a practitioner. No, sir, it is more complicated than that. So Ayurvedic knowledge has to be heard. You must sit with what we call a Vaidya or your teacher and in person, you must observe them. Uh, in, in my college, we call it internship you are observing and then they are observing you uh, as well and they're guiding you and you must open your heart to this knowledge you must open your heart uh, to the flow of knowledge that is coming from the divine and flowing to you and then you also have to digest this knowledge uh, the students will tell you sometimes after four or five hour of uh, session they are completely we ask them so any questions absolute silence what happened well there was so much knowledge that was given that they have to now digest it. So we don't really, except for the internship, our classes are shorter and they're kind of very um, comprehensive and uh, information dense. And then we discuss that, you know, over a period of a week or so in the discussion forums and we discuss that in the WhatsApp groups and so on. So let's go and very quickly uh, do um, the mantra of Saraswati. So 
Saraswati is a goddess of learning. So whenever we do any kind of new learning, we have to invoke the angel of learning or goddess of learning. We call her Saraswati. So in Ayurveda, I ask goddess learning to help us, all of us begin our journey of Ayurveda. Every time I have a new group, I am beginning this journey of Ayurveda with the students. We invoke Ganesha. Ganesha is the elephant god. He removes obstacles, not just monetary, but also there can be so many obstacles, maybe financial, maybe technical. My God, we use Zoom. <laughs> Something can happen. We use the internet. We're doing a lot of online classes as well. And last but not the least, we invoke Lord Dhanvantari, the deity of Ayurveda. And some of the mantras that we use are, I have listed some uh, of them that I've used in my book, Ayurveda and the Feminine. Narayanam namaskrityam naramachayva narottamam devim sarasvatim vyasam tatojaya mudiriyet. What it means? It means Narayanam namaskritya. This means that namas as in namaskar or namaste, where you know it has become a, a yoga thing. Namaste. So this namaste means to give kind of respectful obeisances um, and to the divine. And the name of the divine is Narayanas. Uh, Nara Narayana Rishi, who are like the topmost sages and Mother Saraswati, goddess of learning and the person who manifested all the four Vedas, Srila Vyasadeva. And then of course, the Dhanvantari, who is the Lord, the deity controlling Ayurveda, we also give uh, our pranams, our namaskaram to him. Uh, we say, Namami Dhanvantari Devam Sura Surehi Vandita Padapadmam Loke Jararoka so we are telling, oh Narayana or Vishnu, you have manifested as Lord Dhanvantari. You are the presiding deity of Ayurveda healing and all healing herbs. So Dhanvantari, you know, he's got four hands. He's carrying a, a pot of healing herbs in one hand and he has all these healing things in his four hands. And in this, through this mantra, we are asking them, we are invoking, please come here, please give me your blessing. Please, uh, whatever medicine that I'm using, an Ayurvedic medicine, let, let that become a, help me become a medium to the community. He is the original Vaidya. We are nothing. And the knowledge is flowing through him. We are the servant. We are a humble servant. So please provide your grace to the world. And especially now, we, the whole world needs the grace of you know uh, divine beings. And uh, give it to us. And the last but not the least, I promise I won't go that long. Is a, is a mantra for Devi or Goddess. Sarva Mangal Mangalle Shive Sarvartha Sadike Sharanni Trimbake Gauri Narayani Namostate. O Mother, O Narayani, you preside over running of the material world as God's potency. You're also called Mahamaya. She's the illusory power. She is the greatest illusionist. We are all in this illusion that we will. You know, we, nothing will happen to us. We'll live forever, but all of us are going to die. So this goddess, this Narayani, this Durga, she's called, called Mahamaya. She's also called a Yogamaya. She's the goddess of mysticism and illusion. She's the giver of devotion. So in this mantra, we're asking her to give Shakti and devotion. For me, I'm asking her for devotion. So Yogamaya also manifests as Anupurna, the presiding deity of food or grains. And last but not the least, she also manifests as Sheetala Devi, who is the destroyer of disease and protector of small children. Interestingly, she holds a pot of herbs in one hand and a broom in another. So, you know, uh, 
similar to what the Wiccans worship as well. All right, that was the end of my first podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti.